Welcome to Monday Sparkle. One of the most exciting moments of my childhood was when I was picked out of a crowd of, well, hundreds, I suppose, to get up on stage in the middle of the Churchill Theatre pantomime in 1981. I answered a question in a way that elicited a laugh and went home with a packet of fruit polos that I kept on a shelf for years. And I wonder why I have a career as a performer. Anyway, this is not therapy. There is a point. Although many of us hate audience participation in real life and would rather die than be dragged onto stage by a pantomime dame, there is no doubt that participating in an experience makes it more memorable and engaging. Now that you've been paying attention to these bites for a few months, you've hopefully picked up a few tips to help your online presentations. And this week, it's time to graduate to Bites 2.0, online audience participation. When you're involved in presenting or teaching something to a group of people that you can't see or hear, it's easy to forget to think about how they are engaging. It's not a criticism. As I've said before, I'm amazed at how quickly so many people have managed to learn new skills and conquer technological challenges. But hopefully by now, you should have more confidence in what you're doing, even with the ever-changing regulations to get your head round. The danger is, though, that once we get quite slick, we start churning out our content week by week, using our fantastic workflow that we've put into place, and finally we find that we've got time to turn our attention to all the other parts of our jobs or roles that went by the wayside initially. Meanwhile, stuck at home, your congregation, community or audience is missing out on the human interaction, those little moments of humour and deep emotional connection, or just how it feels to be in the same room as a bunch of people week by week. It's really important to make sure that people are still engaging and included in what's going on, not least because it stops us from believing our own hype and encourages us that we're probably doing better than we think. In 2004, we'd have called it Web 2.0, the idea of the user moving from passive to active interaction via the medium of the technology. And I think for our purposes, that leads us to think about two things. Firstly, for anyone who teaches or communicates regularly, the goal is always going to be making sure that the audience has heard and understood what we're saying, as evidenced by some change of behaviour, new way of thinking or personal transformation. It's hard to know if that's happening when we're speaking to our smartphones on a stick. So interactivity is a means by which we can gauge how what we're communicating is landing and adjust or clarify accordingly. The second thing is that in my world, arts and media, collaborative creativity is a rich and deep way of producing what is arguably a better result. Unless you're a creative genius, of course, who doesn't need other people. They exist, but they can be very hard to work with and they're not much fun to hang out with afterwards. It's not true in every discipline of life, obviously, because when you're learning to drive, for example, collaborative creativity is clearly a very bad idea. But it is interesting to think about how it can help to deepen people's learning and confidence. There are lots of ways to engage people in what we're communicating and on Wednesday I'll chat about some of the practicalities of social media and what platforms work best. But today I wanted to set up the thought that maybe giving some forethought to how people can respond to what they're watching and hearing and even allowing them to collaborate with the process will yield richer, deeper and more lasting benefits. Ponder that friends and join me on Wednesday for some tips and tricks on how to go about doing it. Foolproof Bites is written, edited and produced by Fiona Stewart for Foolproof Creative Arts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review so other people can join the foolish fun.